0: You're listening to Growth Vertical, a podcast that inspires people to reach the next vertical point in their journeys. My name is Neil Patel and I'm a digital marketer. I'll be sitting down to share my experiences to help others find the right strategies to grow themselves, their careers, and their businesses. Hey guys, so today we're going to be talking about email marketing for beginners and seven reasons and tips to start email marketing. Is email marketing valuable even in 2020? Is it dead? Is email marketing for beginners still worthwhile? Can you still use email marketing strategies effectively for business today? Yes, yes, and of course, it's definitely still worth it. Let me tell you why. Here are the top seven reasons why email marketing isn't dead. And if you stick to the end of this video, you'll get email marketing tips after every reason on how you can actually do things properly with your email marketing strategies. Now, before we get started, let me quickly just share some insight and data. According to HubSpot, email still generates $38 for every $1 spent. That's an astounding 3,800% ROI. This makes it one of the most effective options available out there when it comes to marketing our businesses, getting leads, generating sales. It's one of the top channels to consider as part of our overall marketing strategy. And HubSpot also mentioned that there are 3.9 daily email users. That's incredible. Just keep that in your mind as we go through picking out why email marketing is in fact not dead. Oh, and if you like the content here on Growth Vertical and is helping you find the answers you need, please hit that like button because it'll ensure that the video reaches those who are looking for this information as well. Now let's get started. So the first reason behind why email marketing isn't dead and why beginners should still get started with it is business communication mediums. And I really do think that people miss the point here. I'm gonna ask you, how do you think businesses primarily communicate? Is it facts? that's dead now. Is it phone? Maybe for more details than required in an email. Sadly, it's none of those. It's in fact email. Right now, wherever you go, wherever you work, email is available and it's used to conduct business. So if you think about it, email's not going away. If businesses still use it, then you know it's going to stay and that will give you the chance for your email to land in the person's inbox and convert them into a lead. Or a sale so the reason number two is sending emails to people who don't want them that's spam by the way this is the biggest mistake of people using them including marketers that's why it's actually considered dead it's not dead it's just the way it's being used makes it look like it's dead who's gonna open an email if you're gonna flood everyone's inboxes with unwanted emails it doesn't work like that emails need to have a specific purpose what do you think this will even do Well you'll be moved to the spam box, you'll be moved to the junk box or you'll be even moved to the promotions tab which by the way annoyed a lot of people out there including a lot of marketers when gmail rolled out on their dashboard the promotions tab you know in gmail well. You'll end up there as well. That's not the place where you want to be. Everyone knows that's the spam area. You want to get into the inbox. And the way you do that is by having a robust approach on how you're emailing them and why you're emailing them. So now tied to number two is number three. And it's how forceful people are being nowadays when they're optimizing their website and any of their web pages for bounce rates using pop-ups. The strategy behind using exit intent and pop-ups has been ridiculous nowadays. A lot of users are being seen landing on a page, they're not even going to exit, they've just literally landed and spent two seconds there and they're being hit with a pop-up saying, give me your email address and I'll give you your five tips on email marketing. So there really isn't any transparency behind what users are going to be getting from when they use those pop-ups, right? It's being covered up with, I'll give you what you want, I'll give you the five tips if that's what you want, but for the rest of the year, so for the 51 weeks after, I'm gonna be sending you unwanted emails every week or maybe even two to three emails every week until that 51st week. And then it's gonna start all over again. Why do this? It's only going to ruin your deliverability rates and your ability to attract sales from those customers who actually wanna buy your products. And by the way, what I mean by deliverability, it's just a short technical term for how successful you are in actually sending those emails To the other person's inbox so it landing your email landing in their inbox and not bouncing and not getting sent to spam so carrying on it's not only going to affect deliverability rates and ability to attract sales it's actually going to affect your conversion rates right across the board for your existing email list because you're going to have terrible performance your performance is going to take a hit so your email rates will be lower it will decrease your reply rates and click rates will decrease and that would mean that your current email list that you're selling successfully to, those conversion rates are going to decrease as well because your deliverability is low. It's not going to go to those people as much as it used to. So based on this, you actually need to be transparent with your pop-ups and the way you try to optimize for bounce rates on your website. It's super important that you're effective with your strategy there. And there are reasons why things like GDPR have been introduced for personal details. If you think about it, on the flip side, it's actually a really good thing well I think so anyway, you actually get to go ahead and ask for permission from a lot of these prospects, a lot of these users on your website and if you think about it that would actually be super beneficial for your email list building strategy simply because you're going to get more higher quality email addresses, you're going to get higher quality email contacts from people who actually want to learn about you, to look at the weekly newsletters, your promotions, anything to do with your products or services. So you have to really think about the flip side of seeking permission from these users. It's better quality for your list and it's better quality in terms of your deliverability rates. Keep some high. Your open rates and just overall email performance, click rates and reply rates won't take the hit. They'll actually be super positive and you can keep converting those existing email list users that are actually wanting to hear from you so if you think about it this gives you another chance to actually verify your contact that's that you're going to get at the end of the day right you get to verify whether it's going to be a good email or a bad email whether it's worth it or not for your business and if it's worth it you know it's better in your ability to actually attract that sale or conversion overall for a product or service. The people that actually click on that tick box really want your emails, right? And this is gonna be great for you and your business. By the way, guys, if you're liking this content so far and you wanna see more, be sure to hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any future videos. So number four is people aren't scrubbing their email lists. With all the technological advances across marketing out there, have you ever noticed any patterns across any of the platforms that are social by nature? or any of the online communication channels. Anything that involves communication. They look at engagement to understand whether the content, post, email should be pushed in front of the end user. Email actually works in a similar fashion. We all know powerful email providers like Google's Gmail and Microsoft's Outlook. They regard engagement highly to assess how emails are performing. And this will actually determine whether your emails are sent to spam, The junk box or the promotions tab so this is why email engagement is really important and building a email list of high quality contacts is super important for your business so with this in mind if you had a thousand emails in your email list and you saw your open rates and click rates sinking what do you think you should be actually doing so the first thing you can do here is actually look at industry benchmarks for email marketing and this will actually help you understand whether you're doing well or not. So I've made it easier for you. I've actually included MailChimp's industry email benchmarks below in the description. You can find a link there. And what you could do is you can use that data and compare it against yours so that you can understand whether you're doing well or not. But first, let me read out what some of their benchmarks are. According to MailChimp, The average open rate is actually 22.71%. The average click rate is 2.91%. Hard bounces count for 0.40%. Soft bounce, 0.61%. And unsubscribe rate is 0.25%. So for example, with open rate, if you were below the 22.71% mark, you know you need to be doing something different. But back to the question, if you did see your open rates and your click rates sink, what you should you do. Yes, you should compare with industry benchmarks, but you should also scrub your email list. You need to scrub your email list based off who is not interacting or engaging with your emails anymore. So the fifth reason is that people are actually sending clunky emails. It has too many videos, too many links, or too many images. Emails should predominantly be text-based and they shouldn't act promotional. Otherwise, what do you think is actually gonna happen? Yes, it's gonna go straight to spam. Say hello, promotions box. For example, if you wanna add videos to your emails, link to the video instead of including the video within the email. And speaking of links, what you want to do is reduce the number of links in your emails, otherwise your email is also going to get sent straight to spam. Plus, it will actually confuse the user where the user won't even know what to pick. Have a clear CTA, you want them to take one action. If they have 50 links and they don't click on any, guess what's gonna happen to your click rate? It's gonna tank. So try to have only one or two links and make sure there's a clear CTA. Number six, so on top of sending clunky emails, people aren't personalizing. You wanna remember to keep them relevant, you don't spam, and you make sure you add value in your emails. Too many people try to send emails without doing their homework, right? Without doing their research in the background, understanding their customer, their buyers, and really understanding The audiences that want to engage with their products or services or just their content and the problem is is that there is no effort invested by people nowadays in understanding the needs of the actual email contacts too many people are sending one type of email to everyone on their email list this is a problem email servers smart email servers with the likes of google and outlook and everyone now they can actually detect when you're doing so And they actually penalize you for this. They can push you straight to the spam box. What you also want to do is address people by their names. People don't do this and I don't understand why. You want to address people by their names or even by a profile that you've actually created around them, right? You want to make sure that they feel like you actually know them. That's what's important. Don't just try to sell a product or service constantly telling them to buy, buy, buy you really need to go ahead and add value on every email. You need to educate them. What you could do is you could hit them up with insight, maybe into your industry on a specific trends, tell them something they don't know about and then build that relationship over the weeks, right? So move them closer to learning about what's going on, what's going on around your products or services, then look at selling to them way down the line when you've actually felt that they know a lot more about the industry, what you're selling, what you're providing services for. One thing that I actually recommend a lot of people to do here is to actually study and segment their list based on how they're interacting. So if they're engaging with certain emails and some are engaging with other emails, you can actually find out what people like out of those two groups, right? You can find out why did they interact with some emails and not others and you can split them and then also add them to another particular email list that you might want to create maybe it's like a sub email list that you actually go ahead and drip feed loads of other valuable emails so that that's way more targeted and it's way more valuable to that group there and then the other group will have their own drip feed of very relevant emails that they've that you've created so that they can get their source of information that they really want and they really like so again you want to build those groups and segment those lists so you can actually cater content to each of those groups in your email list and to those people that specifically want that type of content and here's a quick fact for those that are against segmenting and why it's actually so powerful marketers who use segmented campaigns note as much as 760 percent increase in revenue and finally number seven People are not tracking numbers and improving their emails. People aren't A-B testing their emails as part of their email marketing strategy. The problem here is that people blindly fire off an email to everyone out there, and then they get on with the next email. They don't actually look at how the emails are performing. You need to get better with every email you send. It's harmful when you ignore performance because then you're not able to understand how well you're doing and whether things are going well for you and you should continue with your strategy or whether things are going badly and you should change things as part of your email marketing strategy. Looking at your email performance data will help you understand what your audience is engaging with. Let the data help you make informed decisions on the elements of the email you need to change. Is it the subject line that needs to change? Is it the body of the email, the number of links, the CTA, the number of emails? Let the data inform what needs to change. So now I'm gonna summarize the reasons and also provide seven tips to getting started with email marketing for beginners so the first tip is using email marketing within your overall strategy so integrating it with your overall strategy like we talked about websites earlier actually go ahead and set up pop-ups for those relevant pages to the relevant people that want that specific information and give them the option to actually go ahead and tick whether they want your information or whether whether they want to be sent your newsletters or promotions. This will allow you to build that one-to-one connection with them over the weeks and you'll know that you'll have a high quality email address. So number two is don't spam people who don't want your emails. Keep your email deliverability rates high and your bounce rates low. And number three, you don't need to capture everybody's email address. What you could do is you can set up processes to capture emails, but you can allow them to opt out, which means that if anyone doesn't really want to be in your list, they have every right to go ahead and say, bye. your email list number four scrub your email list create a rule for yourself for example if someone hasn't interacted with your email more than three times or at least three times get them out of your list straight away just get them out number five reduce the number of images and links in your emails and no videos use the kiss method keep it simple stupid number six personalize your emails and make sure that you segment your list based on what people like and what your email contacts prefer to interact with. Number seven, track all your email performance and test your emails. Maybe one week you wanna try testing your CTA. Maybe the next you wanna test the number of links. You choose, just make sure you gather the data and you actually test them. So there we have it guys. These were the reasons behind why email marketing is not dead. And if you're a beginner to email marketing, you should actually go ahead and get started. And now you have the tips behind how you should start using email marketing properly as part of your overall email marketing strategy. So I've used some of these tips to actually improve my response rates by 2% in a quarter. I'm sure that these tips will actually work out for you as well. It's a shame that they're always uh, overlooked by a lot of marketers and people somehow decide to build their own way of how to do email marketing. And they think in the end, as a result, that it's dead when it's actually not. So if you liked today's video and you wanna see more, be sure to hit that like button, hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any future videos. If you have any questions or you wanna see specific content, just drop it in the comments below and I'll get back to that. Speaking of email marketing, I run a weekly newsletter where I share my thoughts on digital marketing and personal growth and I also provide promotions on cool tools that I'd recommend to help you grow your business. So if you do wanna subscribe to the newsletter, please find a link to that in the description below and you can subscribe there. So I appreciate you all watching and listening. Thanks, have a good day and see you soon.